everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost and Sunshine coming to you from the craft room today. And this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Yes, this is a junk journal podcast, a podcast where we talk about everything from paper crafting to life of a crafter, answering your crafty questions and junk journals and more. And um, I thought today we'd answer some of your crafty questions. And uh, so let's just jump right on in. Uh, I'm very nice lady. Let's see what is her name. Uh, I am gift bearer asks, uh, she asks, Hey, floppy pants. This was a great tutorial. She's referring to got a cereal box and a bed sheet, how to make a junk journal step-by-step tutorial. Um, this was a great tutorial. I have been saving materials to make some journals and will give this a try. I just subscribed to your channel. Do you make paper flowers? Um, yes, I have made several videos, um, on how to make paper flowers and there's a million and one ways that you can make them. Uh, one of them that comes to mind is a video titled letter F that is F as in Frank, letter F for A to Z Christmas craft collaboration, easy paper flowers for junk journals. And, um, this was, uh, a very fun project that, uh, that I did. And, um, uh, it was part of a collaboration effort. And, um, also I think that, um, it's a, it's a fun thing to remember. I actually forgot about this and I need to make more of these paper flowers because gosh, darn it. I love paper flowers too, as much as the next crafter. So there you go. I hope that helps. Okay. Um, let's see, J- uh, Jay Rally is, uh, or Jay Rayleigh possibly is, um, uh, has a next question and she is asking about the uh, video titled Scribble Flowers. Anyone can draw a flower in seconds. Um, she said, who knew? I love the lavender and larger carnation roses. The sound effects will actually help. Like the lavender sounds. Uh, the gelato worked nicely. I don't have any of that. Would a beeswaxed finger help smooth the pigment in, ink in, and stay on the paper? Actually, I think that's a fabulous um, tip. Uh, Jay, really, thank you very much. Yes, if you don't have gelatos, there's a lot of things that you could use in place of them. Um, you know, I was thinking makeup is always an easy place to go to. Um, lipsticks, eyeshadows, cream-based eyeshadows, even if you want to use the brown tones, you could use some foundation or something like that. Um, so supplies are everywhere. Everything is a craft supply until proven otherwise. And I really like the beeswax idea. I've never thought about that before, but maybe if you um, put some color down and then, um, you know, with a little um, half melted beeswax and maybe just rub your finger over the top of it without burning yourself, um, I think that that might actually work. Um, just a thought. And you could always cover your, um, if you were worried about the color coming off, um, you could spritz it with any type of acrylic sealant spray or even uh, dab a little Mod Podge on it, something like that. But um, <clears throat> I think when we use these colors um, just a little bit, like a little touch of color, that the the lift from uh, or spread is not is not significant. I wouldn't sweat about it too much. I would just say, oh, give it a try and go from there. Okay, there we go. Um, all right, so we carry on. Uh, what? Uh, Diana Cox asks, um, she's referring also to the Scribble Flowers video. What fun! Very scribblicious. <laughs> I love that. Um, is that a word? Maybe misspelled. Happy Independence Day. Okay, that's awesome, Diana. Thank you. Happy Independence Day to you, too. I hope everybody had a wonderful, um, thoughtful Independence Day. I hope you had a great weekend, everybody. And um, everybody be safe, be well, and we craft on. 
Marcy Elworth asks, also on Scribble Flowers, someone asked, uh, what do we do with all of these junk journals that we make? Um, she mentioned all the cards and tucks and tags and hidden pockets we make and wonder, then what? Uh, she asked if we actually journal or do anything with our junk journals. How do you answer that? Um, well, I think that uh, that's a, actually a pretty, you know, good question. I mean, um, but then again, I guess you could apply that to any form of art. I mean, let's say you made a painting and you hung it all a wall on the wall. Are, are you going to say, well, then what? Now what do I do with it? Should I <laughs> should I write on the back of it to journal? Um, in other words, sometimes the art piece can stand alone on its own. Sometimes the art piece is meant to be explored like a um, uh, an art journal or a junk journal with lots of flaps and tucks and hidden spots. Sometimes um, art is meant to be added to by the recipient. Uh, for example, yes, you can write in junk journals. You can write in the back of um, all those journal cards, or you can tuck things, little pieces of paper or stationery or old book pages into um, little uh, pockets and tucks, and those can be extra writing places. Some junk journals are made purely for writing, for capturing thoughts and ideas and wishes and wants and hopes and memories and, and events and, and thoughts and songs and, and all sorts of fun things. Um, and also some are made uh, as lookbooks to be explored. Some are art journals. Um, some are historical uh, collections of your grandmother's favorite things. Some are geared towards uh, maybe more utilitarian work journals where maybe they have to-do lists and planners and things like that involved in there. I mean, really, there's only fun for you to explore. And I would say follow whatever your heart desires. If somebody actually, because I understand the quizzical face when somebody sees a junk journal for the first Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. First time, or you give them a junk journal for the first time. Sometimes it's helpful. I have this little um, thing called a note from the bookmaker, which I print out and I tuck into the beginning of my junk journals and it explains what a junk journal is and how to use it. Uh, just gives them some ideas to start with. Really, they can go in any direction they so choose. Um, I would let them know they have the freedom to do that. And if you want a copy of that, it is uh, free for you to print out and you can, um, I think it's in Word and PDF if I recall, and that means that you can change the font, change the wording, um, add your own words, or you can use it as is with my blessings. All you need to do is sign up for my free monthly emailed newsletter and um, all, the link for that is below my videos and um, in the description box. But the, yes, that, that can be um, a wonderful place to get them started. Um, I would probably start with this can be anything you want it to be. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, kind of um, maybe share your story a little bit about how you got started in it. Did you come in from uh, scrapbook making and this is where the adventure continued or did you come in from greeting card making or had you never heard of anything like this before but you just thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread and you had to explore it and learn how to do it and take it in every direction you ever wanted um, and you know what I, I think um, is you never know who you're going to inspire by uh, a junk journal by somebody seeing one feeling one hearing about one talking about one referencing one 
Um, there's a lot of curiosity about it, and um, so many people are jumping aboard the junk journal train. They're getting extremely excited about making their own books and um, being able to have a place to collect a lot of the beautiful things that they've collected over time, or a special place to put those amazing recipes from mom. Or, uh, like for example, I have a collection of my grandmother and grandfather's um, items, a lot of things from when they came across the Atlantic on uh, a Cunard ship uh, when they came to Canada many, many years ago. A lot of the um, ephemera from back then, and my grandmother saved it. And, and this is just such a wonderful place to display it. It's different than a, a, scrap, a scrapbook, um, it's you're actually creating the book. And these things can come and go. Things can be taken in, uh, out of and added to. You can actually partially decorate the book and give the person a, a bunch of uh, things to play with and encourage them to keep creating. Or maybe you'll inspire them to make their own junk journal one day. You just never know. The fun keeps going. That, that's, it's all good. And leave them a little curious. You don't have to answer every question. No, like, give them a little, like, oh, like, you could, this could be anything you like. A recipe, journal, thought book, um... Uh, favorite ideas book, you name it, just have fun with it and let them go and just see where they go with it because maybe they're going to come up with new ideas we've never thought of. How about that? Um, all right, so on to the next question. We have um, Jeannie D asks uh, regarding, this is referring to the video called The World's Easiest Envelope for Junk Journals, Three Ways to Decorate It. So what's so surprising about that? Did you read the type oh, I'm going to get in trouble with this one, I can tell. Did you read the typescript above the button that you stamped twice? Uh, and then it says something about thinking someone might be upset. So cool that you turned an oops into something better or even more interesting. Okay, maybe, maybe, uh, uh, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> uh, just found your channel and I love your style. I'm a fan and now I'm subscribed and I'm inspired. I think she was probably referring to some of the text on the, um, the little envelopes that I was making. And it probably had a funny reference right in the text, which is uh, perfect. Phew! Okay. <laughs> Right, we carry on. Um, it is. You're you're absolutely right. There are there is some comical and, and unusual text out there in the book pages. So I mean, I do your best to scan them. It if you make a lot of stuff, it's almost impossible to scan everything. But just kind of know the main source. And sometimes things can be taken out of context. Often, you know, in art books or something like that, there may be a, you know, something exposed that you're not necessarily okay with, but it may show up there. So just keep an eye out for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, Connie uh, Holscher asks, love this. Oh, she's referring to the Scribble Flowers video. Um, love this. What about watercolors? We'll tr try most of the above with the supplies I do have. Absolutely. Um, watercolors are so much fun to play with on um, uh, like fiction novel pages. Uh, the, the page feels very woody, very dry, very pulpous, very porous, and it grabs watercolor fabulously. If you toss in a little bit of... Um, a very thin marker or black pen element to uh, create some crisp crispness. Another fun way to level it up. I mean, so much fun. You're getting me so excited here about painting watercolor flowers on my book pages again. Thank you so much, Connie, for that re-inspiration. I absolutely do love that. And um, uh, it's so much fun. Okay, so 
Uh, Lisa MR40 asks, scribble flowers, uh, the video she's referring to that anyone can draw a flower in seconds, that video. Do you know how often I sit here and try to draw the perfect flowers and I get so upset because I can't do it? All I had to do was scribble. These flowers look awesome. I love this technique. Thank you for sharing your awesome ideas with us. Oh, that is so sweet. And I'm so glad you were inspired to give it a go. Um, I just think that there's a, there's a lot of fun to be had for everybody. And I don't want you to get stuck on, you know, feeling like, you can't do it or you can't have fun or flowers are just for other people. You know what I mean? No, they're for you as well and you can have fun with them and there's so many ways to express a flower and there's a lot of easy ways. So um, uh, have fun with it, play with it and and have a ton of fun. Um, Junk Journal Junkie asks um, uh, regarding the Scribble Flowers video. Hi Pam, do you ship to the Philippines? Um, Philippines. Um, at this time, no, I'm not doing any um, international shipping basically because it's very difficult um uh i have to know a lot of different countries have different rules with different customs and things like that like what can go through customs and if there's any botanicals if there's any you know coffee dye if there's any lavender if there's any anything anything like that in the mix it could set off an alarm bell and they, they will hold it and they won't allow it in and things like that. Um, plus also, um, I have to go into the post office and find out individual shipping and that. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to stay like, you know, healthy and not in crowds and stuff like that right now. So, uh, things that I can mail easily for me are things that I can mail either from my mail, my personal mailbox at home or where I can just go into the post office and I can put things right in that big package bin in the center of the post office lobby and I can go in and out and uh, that really works well for me so those are the primary reasons why I don't ship internationally I love international people I love the fact that we have a big worldwide audience um, I'm sad that I'm not uh, shipping everywhere plus I also have to calculate all the different postage and everything and you know math is not my friend but um, also um, uh, a couple things you can get internationally from me are um, uh, we have on Fridays during the craft chat, there's going to be a little ongoing contest. Um, it's a, uh, scrap, uh, collection. So literally my scraps, I have a ton of scraps and I'm doing my dil diligent best to use them up. But I know even, um, uh, with the force that I have, I'm never going to get through these scraps. So I thought it would be a lot of fun to share them with everybody. So all you need to do is leave a comment on Friday's videos. And um, then the following uh, Friday, I will um, uh, randomly pick a person using the uh, YouTube comment picker. Uh, and uh, I will ship that anywhere in the world. Yes. Um, so just so you know. And um, what else? Some... Oh, so that's whenever I make that video for that week. So if it's on the Friday, uh, like say today is Friday and I'm doing a craft chat video on YouTube. And that means if I happen to do the um, next Friday's video on the Wednesday or the Tuesday, I mean, that, that'll be the pool I pull from. So try and make your comments earlier in the week so that I can have a chance to uh, uh, pull your name. And what else? Let's see. Um... Oh, I have a merchandise shop, and if you are um, interested and if you like the phrase create with reckless abandon and you would like to see that on a t-shirt or a mug or a sweatshirt or a zip toady or something like that, um, the company that I work with, 
they do worldwide sales. So, at, you know, check with um, the links down below the, my videos. You'll see the um, pictures of the items and click on those links and see if it will ship to your country. But it does many, many, many countries worldwide, which is kind of nice because they handle all the shipping and the production of these items. So um, I don't have to go to the post office. Basically, that's what it boils down to. So, um, yes, there is some international shipping that way. Uh, that may change in the future. Maybe I'll do some international shipping one day, but um, right now got a lot of irons in the fire and um, uh, I just, I, I will keep considering that. I will absolutely keep taking that forward because I know I, you're not the first person who's asked. So there you go. Okay. Next question. Dixie Sutcliffe Folk um, asks regarding the got a cereal box and a bed sheet, how to make a junk journal step-by-step -step tutorial video. Um, oh my goodness, your doggy is adorable. What breed is he? Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's a Maltese. Thank you. Janet uh, Visachibam asks regarding the Scribbles Flowers video. Was this fun? Oh yes, it was LOL. I made several along with you and posted in your Facebook group. These will look wonderful in our junk journals. I love to create things like this. Thank you, Pam, for your inspiration. Good morning and have a great fourth. Well, thank you so much, Janet. I really appreciate that. I hope you had a great fourth too. And Sunshine says a big hello and big hugs uh, to you. I'm glad you're having fun with these ideas. They're they're, they're just so much fun. I mean, it, we just got to get them out there. That's all I feel like. We got to get out these these uh, fun little crazy ideas. Some of the ideas are going to be big. Some of the ideas are going to be small and everything in between. So you just never know. Cherry Berry asks, who, who? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply knew a scribble would turn out to be a priceless work of art yes absolutely and you know what cherry berry when you sign it it'll even be worth more there you go <laughs> have fun with it uh grace blanchard asks regarding the scribble flowers but a lot of people were responding to this one pam how did you see me in the back cowering <laughs> yeah i hear i see you grace back there you come out there and you you grab your scribbler and uh just give it a go only paper and a pencil or paper and a pen or paper and a little smudge of, of uh, color. Um, and I'm, I'm so excited to hear that you guys are open to this because it, it, it really, it can be a lot of fun. And I just want you guys to have as much fun as possible. Um, uh, Kayeen54 on the Scribbles video again. And uh, my questions I pull from all my videos. Uh, so I guess everybody had a lot of questions on that one. Um, glitter pen or thin glitter glue as another touch or variation. Oh, I was asking if any, anybody can think of any other ways to level up this idea, take it to a, um, a new level, add ideas, please put them down below. And I love that because we all learn from each other. So she's suggesting, how about a glitter pen or a thin glitter glue or as another touch or variation? Excellent ideas, Kane. And also, um, you know, just thinking off the top of my head, stickles, uh, Nouveau drops, uh, liquid pearls. Okay. You know me. I love that stuff, but yes, you can absolutely do fun things like that. You know, you could even glue a little tiny button in the center of a flower, making it the center of a flower. I mean, that would be so much fun. Oh, okay. I'm going to get schooled here. Here comes Kosalana says on the scribble flowers, fly leaf 
Is that what you were thinking of? I don't know. I just Googled it. I don't have a clue, really. I'll try my scribble flowers, but not going to show them to anyone. <laughs> You're so funny. I adore you. Okay, so yes, the big uh, brouhaha is what are those pages called that are blank, that are in the front and the back of most books? And I did some research myself because I think I was calling them everything under the sun. Um, I, I was even calling them fly papers, fly leaves. The word fly, for some reason, stuck in my head. And end papers, apparently they're also commonly called, but the purpose of these papers was actually way back when to um, protect the contents of the book. And these things came around even before the covers were invented. So the original original books out there just had a few papers on the outside to protect the book. So it was basically a signature with some blank pages on the outside. And then as books uh, grew and uh, they became fatter and more pages and more signatures, somebody said, you know, maybe we should put a thicker thing around the outside to sandwich all of this inside to really protect it because these little fly leaf end papers, they're not covering it in all, you know, situations. So I think that's what happened. So call them what you will. Uh, I'm going to try and call them fly leaves because I don't know that for some reason that rings a bell back in my childhood, like uh, fly leaf, fly leaf. I don't know why there's a bell going off. There it is. <laughs> um, Nurse and Learn asks, I love that name. Um, a cur- and she's, this is regarding the video called A Curious Collection of Old Books and Guess What I Found for my uh, for Junk Journals. Um, I have a question about paper storage. What is a way I can store the 12 by 12 paper packs that will not take up too much floor space? I have a chest of drawers in my craft room, but they are full of pottery making equipment and paraphernalia. Um, don't have a place to wall mount anything. Right now, they are stacked on and... Uh, one by the other in the floor. Uh, well, I would say if you can't hang, you know, you, you can't put shelves and things like that on the wall. Um, I would say maybe make some furniture out of them. You know, the way people do with pallets and then you just put a throw cloth over it and you just, you know, have when Aunt Sally comes over, just sit over there, Aunt Sally, and she'll have no idea she's sitting on 12 by 12 paper packs. I kid you not, nurse and learn, I completely understand where you're coming from. These things multiply like rabbits when you're not looking because they're all so darn beautiful and we had to have them all, so we bought them all. We we uh, were like out there, you know, um, you know, slaying dragons, dra- dragging these things home, and we had so many possibilities, and now we've got a million of them and we don't know what to do with them um, or where to store them. I can tell you where I have mine stored right now. I have this... Um, it's like it's actually a paper sorter and it is made of cardboard i think i have it in my amazon shop Um, it's not super expensive or anything but um uh you can pop it together and then you can store your papers so they stand up or so that they lay down and you can let's see there's one two three four five so there's ten different compartments that are probably about four or five inches deep and it can easily accommodate a 12 by 12 paper and um that's where I got them. I mean, um, that thing can be stored on the floor. If you don't have any puppies or kids that can get at it. Um, although it is cardboard, so you might want to, like if you're washing your floor, you don't want it to get wet. It's going to buckle and all of that. Um, and, you know, if, if you can't use your drawers because you got your pottery stuff, hey, are you, are you really doing the pottery again? Or have you moved over to junk journal making and maybe you need to move the pottery stuff elsewhere like the garage or the attic or the basement i know i know how dare i say this um not going to tell anybody to throw stuff out but sometimes you want to keep close what you use the most so if you are actively making junk journals and it's your hot thing right now why not take that other stuff 
you know, and just put it elsewhere. Like, let's say obvious stuff you're not going to use for junk journal making, because as we know, everything can be a junk journal supply. So, but, um, you know, maybe a ceramic teapot, other than the idea of it, uh, which is lovely and could be used in a junk journal, which we actually are just using in our Facebook challenge this week. Um, Yes, um, th- these things can actually be moved and stored temporarily. You don't necessarily have to get a, uh, um, let them go. But let's say if you're really done the craft, you know what I mean? You're just like exhausted with the craft and you're ready to try new things. It's okay to let some uh, crafting items go as well. Maybe you can donate them, sell them, gift them. Um, you know, they're just some random ideas. But anyway, folks, I hope you're having fun out there. If you have not signed up for my free monthly email newsletter, please do because uh, you get a free digital image emailed to you every month along with the check list of supplies, a note from the bookmaker, which explains what a junk journal is and how to use it. Um, um, There's a page list of ideas and there's something else I can't think of what it is. And uh, then there's also uh, junk journal tips, updates from me, peaks of digigits, and so much more coming to you very soon in the newsletter. So there you go. And um, let's see. Um, Sunny, do you have anything to say? No, I'm feeling good, Mom. I'm just sitting here right behind you in your chair, keeping you Okay, thank you. So I think that's it from all of us to all of you. Remember that fun can be simple. Create with reckless abandon, everybody, and we'll talk to you very soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye.